0: Hello and welcome to episode 331 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you today. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, October the 18th, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, and this is the month dedicated to the rosary. So please make sure you're praying that rosary every single day. It's not just vain repetition, It is the prayer of the gospel, and it is the way we honor our Lord's masterpiece. That is Our Lady, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the sweetest, most perfect, most beautiful creature that the Lord will ever make. And I'm calling this episode, Stick to the Basics. Most of the time, if you've been listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, by now you know I usually read from a certain text or an internet article and I might say a few words about it. Today, I just wanted to give you some of my thoughts on the goings-on in the world and what to do about it. Sin is the main problem in the world. We're all sin addicts. We're all addicted to sin. The cure is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whenever you see anything in the news, and please check out the news sparingly because uh, it's enough to drive you up a wall, really. Um, Whether it's the whole transgenderism nonsense or abortion or whatever, there's a sin-sick heart at the base of that. I was recently reading something that Father Ripperger was writing, and he talked about you know fornication for a long period of time, of course, in the, the history of Christian civilization being looked down upon, being regarded as a mortal sin. Well, when more and more people began to commit that sin, now, of course, the exact opposite is the case in the secular culture. You're, you're seen as being a prude. You're seen as being someone who Is a weirdo. Um, If you value chastity, modesty, and self control, they made a, a movie called The 40 Year Old Virgin, mocking virginity prior to marriage. This is despicable. This is disgusting. Virtue is always attractive, but it's never popular. To paraphrase what Mr. Carl Keating said, the founder of Catholic Answers. It doesn't matter if everyone on earth is doing the wrong thing. You make sure that you always do the right thing. I know it can be difficult, especially nowadays. If anyone's listening to this, if you went to a public school or you are still in a public school. I went to public schools for 13 years. And I'm sure they've gotten much worse since then. But you know in your heart what is right. You always do it. Do not go with the crowd. Do not knuckle under the pressure. Always do the right thing. I think that was a a Spike Lee movie, right? I can't recommend it because it's rated R, but yeah, always do what's right. So as the culture at large is going to continue to push us in a sinful direction, in a satanic direction, Well, St. Paul says, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. So the more you go against that culture, the more you act as a counterweight to that culture, the more the Lord will bless you. Because Jesus is fully aware of what's going on in our time. We keep going back. I've gone back to that image several times on the Air Lady of Fatima podcast from the Gospels of Jesus asleep in the boat and the apostles are flipping out. And he awakes, he calms the sea, and to paraphrase, he basically says, don't you know who I am? You know, Don't you know how much I love you? We cannot possibly grasp in this life how much our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ loves us. He's aware, more than you can possibly understand, intimately aware of your dreams, of your struggles, of everything that you're going through and he knows how it's all going to end up, we're not God. We have to trust in him with all of our heart, mind, and strength. He's fully in control. When we try to act like God sometimes, or think we can control matters rather than seeking out his will, well, that was the sin of the fallen angels, wasn't it? They tried to become like God without his assistance, thinking of their own volition. They could be like God. Well, in a certain sense, the Lord wants us to be divinized, to become like him. But he knows we can't do that apart from him. We can't do anything apart from his grace. The the ego, the unmitigated hubris of the demons was that they thought they could make him themselves like the Lord without him. That is the pinnacle of pride. That is the pinnacle of arrogance. And it's what our society voice on us nowadays, especially the young. I was reading a bit from Christophonic's book, living joy recently and he just talks about cell phones and of course I'm recording this into a cell phone as I'm I'm saying this but cell phones and especially with the younger generation those are currently in high school and college how they've become addicted and it's not just this age group but especially this age group who's grown up with iPhones iPhones didn't come on the market until I believe I was maybe 29 or 30 years old the internet wasn't even a thing until I got into high school. My family didn't have uh, a computer with an internet connection until I was a sophomore in college. So I grew up kind of blissfully in the, the pre-internet era. And there was a lot to be said for that. You could just be a kid, just be free to dream and go outside with your friends and play. Have you noticed that you don't see kids? You know, If you're of a certain age, like I am, I'm 44. You don't see kids playing outside nearly as much as they used to. They're inside on their devices, on their phones, on the internet, going through Snapchat, going through Twitter, going through Facebook, going through Instagram. Always got to see what's happening. What are my friends up to? Why don't you do that in real life? When I was a kid, we, you know, every morning that we weren't in school, especially during the summer and then every day after school, ding dong, hey, want to come out and play? Yeah, absolutely, let's go. Down to the park, baseball, basketball, football, whatever. It's almost like normalcy is being erased. Well, let's get back to normalcy. The only way to avoid the sin problem, the only cure, of course, is Jesus. And we get more of Jesus. We get the most we can possibly get of Jesus by being Catholic through the sacraments, through prayer, through fasting. Go to the sacrament of reconciliation, also known as the sacrament of confession. If you've been away for a while, feel a a tangible weight being lifted off your shoulders when you confess your sins to our Lord's duly appointed minister, a Catholic priest, and know with 100% certitude that your sins are forgiven, not by that weak, sinful man, but by our Lord Jesus Christ himself acting through that Catholic priest. What a gift. What a blessing. And what a phenomenal blessing beyond anything we can even imagine to receive him in his body, blood, soul, and divinity in the most blessed sacrament, in the most blessed Eucharist. Again, I advise you to please try to attend traditional Latin Mass or divine liturgy. If you have a Society of St. Pius the X Chapel near you, all the better. Don't listen to the anti-SSPX propaganda. The priests are not in schism. They're not heretics. You're not doing anything wrong by going to a mass at a Society of St. Pius X Chapel. Anyone who tells you otherwise is either uninformed or they're flat out lying to you. I like to think the best of people, that they're just ignorant, but hey, I'm informing you right here. There's nothing wrong with the Society of St. Pius X. As a matter of fact, I've been very impressed with several of their priests. And I wish that all priests we're behaving in such a fashion, dedicated to tradition, dedicated to personal holiness, dedicated to passing along the gospel to the faithful, to preaching the truth. That's what all priests are supposed to do. So my message today, stick to the basics, pray that rosary every single day, get to confession, get to the holy sacrifice of the mass. And it is a sacrifice. If you're at a mass where there Playing the guitar and tambourines, they're doing it wrong. Uh, Peter, Paul and per- Peter, Paul, and Mary might have been popular in 1973. They're, they're not popular anymore, and they have no place. That kind of music has no place at the Mass. Don't get me wrong. You want to raise your arms up and, and praise Jesus and play the guitar? Praise God, absolutely. Do that outside of the Mass. Do that at your Wednesday night praise and worship meeting. That's wonderful. That's great. Praise Jesus in a number of different ways. But at the Holy Mass, at the sacrifice of our commemoration of what Jesus did on the cross, that's not appropriate. That's not reverent. That should not take place there. The best liturgies... The best masses are the reverent ones. In conclusion, as I've been doing for the last several episodes of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, I would like to direct your attention to a website that has helped many people and hopefully will help many more. Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach. HALO can find that at h-a-l-o hyphen dot org. That's h-a-l-o hyphen dot org. And please, if you haven't already done so, want to make this our most popular episode, episode 277. That's 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which I interview my wonderful sister Toby, my equally wonderful niece and goddaughter Brielle, about RPM. What is RPM, Rapid Prompting Method? It is a letterboard method of communication to help those out who have been afflicted with non speaking autism. We have learned that Brielle is what I could best describe as being a comprehensive genius with a uh, particular affinity for music, um, math languages she has a a whole bunch of different things that she's good at but we wouldn't have known anything about that were it not for rpm so if you have friends or family members who've been afflicted with non-speaking autism please head on over to that website this is a game changer you know that's the phrase oh it's a game changer but this really is a life changer um it's nearly miraculous i would say so check out that website, h-a-l-o hyphen dot org. Communication is a human right. Let's help out our non-speaking friends and family. And let's pray for them right now. Prayer for healing. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous loved all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Memorary to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual Father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. I would now like to offer up the three Hail Marys in honor of Our Lady's Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu a mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tu iesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. Virgo Potens, ora pro nobis. Sancti Joseph, teredemonem, ora pro nobis. Sancta Raphael Arcangeli, or Pronobi, Sinoma Patris, et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my dear friends, for listening to episode 331 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Our Twitter handle is at Fatima Podcast. All the shows are archived there. And above all else, please pray for the eternal salvation of our bishops. Goodbye. And God love you.